0: 278 of the pnc progression wrestling podcast a special matinee edition of the show i'm elio he's Ben. Ben, what's going on
1: i gotta tell you man you know it's like i said just the other day because i just saw you <laughs> we are we are getting way too familiar with doing these um Pay per view prediction, flash reaction shows. My God!
0: And last night, uh, when you messaged me, I, I I almost said no. We don't have to cover no mercy. It's on it's on October 3th. And I forgot it was uh, this Sunday. I, I only wish it were on the thirtieth of October because it's enough pay per views already. Well, you know, and and um, par-
1: and partially I don't mind that because. Um, you know, as a podcaster, it gives us much more um, content to analyze, which is good. Which is good for business. No, that's, um, that
0: part's good. I'm just saying, like it's like it, it, it's like exhausting. Like all these people views one after another.
1: Oh, and absolutely, and I agree.
0: And um, and
1: while I think in the long run. Um, it'll be interesting to see what AEW does in particular with shifting around their format. You no, know,
0: um, while, while, while you're talking, I'm just gonna go pull up uh, see if I can find a pay-per-view schedule for WB. Yeah, go
1: ahead. So, I I am interested to see how AEW's pay-per-view format evolves, um, but it's just. Um, I've always been a quality over quantity guy, so that's what has me a little bit nervous. I'm not like I'm not trying to be, you know, n- negative toward toward one or the other. It's just that it it has me a bit nervous because Elio and I both grew up in a situation where whatever company we were dealing with, whether it was WWE or WCW. You know, we had typically, you know, the big four um, pay per views, and I, I know, I know, WCW had a few more than WWE did. I understand that, but um, you know, it, it was always a quality over quantity uh, conversation, and um, you know, and and this is especially uh, especially interesting concerning how repetitive, um, the weekly episodes have been.
0: Okay, so so Ben, sorry. I have a list of pay-per-views after Fastlane. They had this website I'm using has NXT Halloween Havoc listed, but not confirmed. But it's assumed that it would be between October 28th and the 31st of this year. Okay. But not confirmed. That fucking Crown Jewel bullshit's back.
1: Well, we're not covering right.
0: that. Uh, Survivor Series November 25th. Deadline will be sometime in December. Of course, Royal Rumble is on the 27th. Elimination Chamber on the 24th. WrestleMania on the 6th and 7th. And that is that is all that this site is showing right now, for now.
1: I mean, yeah. But, I mean, my my overall point, folks, is, you know, typically... Um, you know, typically WrestleMania season is our busy season, and it just feels like you know this year has been like a nonstop busy season because of the inc- the increase in pay-per-views, and 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 like I said. In, in a lot of ways, that's a positive thing, but I can see that being a negative thing too. And it, it, as I was saying, um, before LAO um, was um, was looking up the pay-per-view schedule, it's especially interesting um, when you look at the weekly television shows, especially, uh, especially on WWE side, in my opinion. Um, with how repetitive they are. Now, in all fairness, I will say that the wrestling on the on the weekly shows has been um, very, very good as of late, in my opinion. And you, you'll get um, you'll get a good dose of that when we get to the Raw review. Um, but the the the, the the sheer repetitiveness of the matches, I mean, Elio and I could book you in an episode of Raw blind, <laughs> you know, predicting exactly what was going to happen on each yeah. episode, and if we booked it the way that we booked our tournaments, I'm willing to bet you we could book you a better episode of Monday Night Raw.
0: They, they already killed my uh, idea for Randy Orton and Matt Riddle at WrestleMania.
1: Well, that was no. Well, in all fairness, they did not kill that because no, they killed.
0: They killed my idea what I had in mind because
1: Matt Riddle killed it. Matt Riddle killed your idea. It's It's
0: It's Matt's fault. Damn, damn, Matt Riddle. Because,
1: because
0: killing my idea and I had a good storyline planned out.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm all about personal responsibility. And you know that, and you know as much as we, as much as you know WWE has to take the blame on certain things with how their businesses run, this is not this is not one of them. This was all on uh, Matt Riddle. So, um, so enough of the opening monologue. Um, as Leo outlined at the beginning, uh, we have quite the uh, loaded show considering. Um, considering we just had one, um, so I I will take uh, Monday Night Raw, okay. and we'll get kicked off with the highs and lows of last night's show. All right. Um. So first, for high points, I will um I will start that off with. Uh Lud- Ludwig Kaiser versus Tommaso Ciampa. No, it's not Ludwig Kaiser, it's Ludwig
0: Kaiser.
1: Well yeah, he see, he just did a much better job than me. He made it more entertaining and all he did was pronounce the name. Very good. Um You know and and as much as I really don't like um the idea of Imperium breaking up
2: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci being used as background players, mm-hmm. um, because if you go back and watch them in NXT, they were anything but a uh, background player. Well, because again,
0: who are they going to bring in? Are they, are, are they going to bring Alexander Wolf back?
1: Well, well, I think it's too late at this point.
0: Well, that's, um, what, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, who 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 would they even replace the Giovanni Vinci with? Uh, like at this point. Well, no, that is well. It'd just be weird. So yeah. I don't I don't like the very idea that Imperium is breaking up because no. Imperium is awesome. And, uh... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I couldn't reach the mute button in time. Um, my bad. Um, see, I'm allergic to WWE's booking bullshit. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> right. Um, but um, with the level of domination that uh, Judgment Day has had on Raw as of late, um, you know, I'm just not a fan of Imperium breaking up, especially yeah. considering that fact. And
0: did you know that Timothy Thatcher was part of Imperium at one point? yes I did I it, it just seems odd to me like uh I, I, just, I can't see him fitting in like how, how how did he fit in there
1: because he because he was such a strong technical wrestler
0: oh okay I'm like because like they're all like uh okay yeah I, I suppose I mean because like then I Alexander Wolf uh Giovanni Vinci Ludwig Kaiser and
1: Walter is his name. Uh, yes, exactly. And and by the way, folks, I'm, I'm 99% positive that Marcel Bartel is Ludwig Kaiser's actual name as well. I'm almost positive. Yes it, well, is.
0: yes, it is.
1: So I don't know what... I don't know what their fascination well, well,
0: okay you know what it's good that you brought that up because
1: changing the names
0: well because it um, it, it, it had me thinking okay no because you know how W loves oh god to own. that's a that's a
1: dangerous concept elio's been thinking open up your notebooks, folks get ready to take notes
0: you know how WE loves to own names exactly so yeah, his name is Marcel Barthel. So I mean, if he would have went with that, WWE would probably wanted would have wanted to trademark the name. You can't trademark yeah. someone's actual name. And uh, I was just reading. Okay, so what year are we in? Uh, twenty
1: twenty
0: three. I read an article where Adam Baum just trademarked the name Adam Baum. Why after all these years, after thirty years, why are you trademarking the name now?
1: Um I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) What? So weird. But yeah, Marcel Barthel is his name, so I'm pretty sure WB would have wanted to have that name as well if he would have chosen to use his that name.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just a very interesting thing that, that WWE does. Yeah. They're, so.
0: they're, they're funny like that. And, like, another, another thing that they do that I really can't stand is when they release someone, and after a while, they remove their theme from the library on, like, any uh music platform out there, any music streaming platform. After a while their theme is no longer out there, which I don't understand.
1: Well, there, and it, it may be and I I can't I can't confirm this, folks. This is just a thought. Um but it it may be that WWE is pulling them off unless they they approve it being on there in the first place because if they're not oh, getting yeah, a cut of, if they're not getting a cut of the profit that yeah, may yeah. be why they
0: pull it. Because it, because of what's weird is Mandy Rose's theme isn't there but her, the one she was using when she was teaming with Dana Brooke is still there. <laughs> what?
2: Yep, so, but,
0: so uh, anywho I don't uh, know. Back tomorrow.
1: What do we have? It's just a, it's just a long-standing pet peeve that I had with the changing of the names. That's why I said something again. Yeah. Anywho, so uh, next n- the next high point I had was uh, Dominic Mysterio versus Dragon Lee. This match was awesome. I gotta tell you, this may have been um, Dominic's best match on period that i've seen so far
0: and i was telling you before we went on air i'm really hating what they're doing to him like if uh, what i was reading is true i just think it's terrible because this is the second Um, week in a row that i couldn't hear what he was saying
1: yeah i mean i mean i can't i can't confirm that they're doing that i mean all i can say is that it it, it's widely reported and More important to me than just it being widely reported, folks. Just by using my own ears, it really seems that that's what they're doing. It seems like they're manipulating it to a certain degree.
0: And I I like that.
1: But in all fairness, in all fairness to Dom and the work that he's been doing, Mm -hmm. I do think that he is garnering an insane amount of natural heat. Yeah. It's just that it's very rare that that I encounter a pop these days where I can't even hear the person. You know, because, like, what I compare it to, and I know, like, I'm not comparing these two wrestlers to each other, just the pop's. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what I'm co- what I'm comparing it to is like Stone Cold back in the '90s, right? Like he would have the night, the, the biggest pops of the night r- routinely. Also, The Rock as well. So, but you could always still hear them, you know. So it's like, why can't we hear Dom? You know, like because I, yep. I have an issue believing that he would get a bigger pop than stone cold or the rock. And, and yet we could still hear them. Like, I don't think I just have I have an issue believing that. And I don't, th- I don't think that errors would have anything to do with, with, with microphone volume. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just a little bit confusing for me from that perspective. Uh, um, But um. But that is a that is a rumor, and that's certainly something to keep an eye on as as the weeks continue. Um, the The next high point was um, was the main event: Judgment Day versus Kevin Owens and and Sami Zayn. Um, I oh, and before that, I would also say that um, Drew McIntyre and uh, Kofi Kingston was a high point. So a lot of uh a lot of um very solid um wrestling on this show. I thoroughly enjoyed it from an in ring perspective. Um low points um were uh the Nia Jax promo um and, and also the match between Nia Jax and Zoe Stark two fifty
0: five um,
1: Wow.
0: Well, yeah.
1: It's like why, yes. and, and be- before anybody is like tries to, you know, counter. I understand the why, mm-hmm. and and to a certain degree, it even makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because as much as I'm not a Nia Jax fan, and I'm just being honest with you, um. I understand why they 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 felt it necessary to bring in somebody like her to go against Rhea Ripley because you know realistically nobody has been built up enough to challenge her. So I understand that that's what they're trying to right. do with with Nia. That's. I have, what... a,
0: I have a question. Right. Which I'll know the answer, but do you remember the other week when uh, Tax made a return and she? Did that splash on Rhea Ripley? Yes. Did she injure Ripley?
1: I um, I can't confirm or deny, um, because um, I heard reports of both of the of those. Um, I would I would say, right now. My thought is they're just selling it as if she got hurt.
0: Okay, because then, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking is because I saw a video where this person was like uh, describing like uh, how Nia Jax uh, went out there and injured Rhea Ripley and she's unsafe and this and that. Well, you
1: know, and, and in all fairness, the being unsafe argument for Nia Jax is legitimate. Based on her history, we've gone over that in the on the podcast before, yeah. in, in the annals of this show, we have, and the evidence is there. Whether you agree or disagree, the evidence to support our argument is there. Okay, that I don't, I don't think that you can, you can deny that there's evidence to support what we're saying from that perspective. Um. But um but just look I come from a news background so if if I can see why they're doing something, I'll give you both sides despite me being very honest with you with saying I, I have no interest in I return. So mm-hmm. that's partially why I'm giving this a low point, but also you know like, I just didn't like the promo as well. I think her deliveries is crap. Sorry, I, I'm just not interested. Um, the the Man, next one. Lo- you
0: see this in breaking news?
1: Yes, and, and I was I was waiting to to get
0: to to get
1: to. Um, yeah, i know, I'll, I'll let you do it. I'll, I just to get now. to the to the eight. A- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to the AEW part because it's a nice transition to AEW. AEW person jumping number. We'll get right to it. Um, but uh, low points. I had um, I had uh Tegan Knox over Natalia, and um, just because of of the of the repetitiveness of the match. Bronze and read over Otis. Um that was it
0: was a low point? Yeah. Okay. Uh I mean, um yeah, I'm still confused with Natalia. This whole Natalia, like one minute she's a face, next like, she's like she's uh pushing uh Becky Lynch and acting like a heel. <laughs> I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it's just it's kinda weird to me. I mean look I have all the respect in the world for Natalia and her longevity and what she's done to help the, the women and also most importantly what she's accomplished you know I, I don't I don't want that to get lost in the shuffle I, I I don't want to act like Natalia doesn't deserve what she's gotten because she absolutely does um you, you know she is the legend that 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 she that she is portrayed to be um it's just that her time in the ring has passed that's just yeah. my opinion um and i don't think that's unfair um so am i interested in seeing natalia versus anybody no however however am i ecstatic that a new some new blood is getting an opportunity on Raw in Tegan Knox Absolutely. Um, So that part of it is exciting for me. And if a feud with someone with the experience of a Natalia is the facilitator to seeing new talent on the show, such as Tegan Knox, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue against that. It's just the match in and of itself was a low point for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, that's all I had for uh, Monday Night Raw. Did you have anything to add?
0: No. Yeah, you covered everything that I have on my end.
1: Very good. And um, and so we'll move on to uh NXT NXT now. Mercy predictions, and then we will cover the news. Uh, that just broke an hour ago.
0: Wow. Hold on, let me just pull up the NXT No Mercy uh card here.
1: Um, actually, we have about eight minutes, but I think we can get. I think no, we, we can, can get. get it. Yeah, the... I
0: just I just saw the the um the message on my screen. But well, I think we got we can get through this. There's like what five matches or you no, know, how many matches are there? Four. Um, There's four let's... matches. Four matches. Yeah, there's four matches on the card. I
1: think four or five,
0: yeah. All right, okay. okay. Yep. I'll go from, um, from top to bottom. So, match number one, we have Noam Dar versus Butch. No, sorry. Uh, versus the winner of the Butch Chill Coffee match, which, which takes place today on NXT. And that will be the a British rounds rule match for the NXT Heritage Cup, and I'm well, gonna go. I'm gonna go and Because if he loses, he'll end up crying again. Then Tiny Tim will make his return.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make
2: a prediction here. But yeah. which, which will win the
1: here just go up which i'm all for because nobody wants to see more of this metaphor bullshit in my opinion so i'm gonna go with butch all
0: right all right next we have carmelo hayes versus Ilya dragonoff i want to see Ilya dragonoff but um i can i can see either at a bigger Maybe, like, you know what, like, if NXT is involved in Survivor Series, do you think they would do something there?
1: Well, sure, but, you know what, given the situation and the fact that they're kind of teasing a split between Trek and Carmel. this is
0: true, Trick could turn heel, so You know, you know what? I'm going to go with off based off yeah, of...
1: Yeah, me, uh, me too.
0: Based off of... A, the tricks, latest interaction with other NXT uh, stars, and uh, like them trying to get into his head about and trying to like uh, plant that seed. Absolutely. All right. Next, we have Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin.
1: Braun Breaker, come on! Now.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go Braun Breaker on this one, and. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. Becky Lynch just won it. So yes. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch on that one. Absolutely. And with that being said, that is our new Mercy predictions. Uh, and uh, we're going to go into commercial. We'll be back with our predictions for Sunday nights. No, next. Uh... Yeah, yeah Sunday, Sunday nights. Sunday, wrestle night, sorry, Sunday nights, Wrestle uh, Dream. Sorry, Absolutely. So stay tuned for that. Ben, before we get into Wrestle Dream you Indeed. got breaking
1: news. I do. Um, so apparently the rumors were very, very true regarding Jade Cargill. Everybody was wondering where she was before she made a very brief return to AEW television uh, to face um, Chris Stoutlander, who retained uh, Jade's previous um, baby, so to speak. In the, TPS, in the TPS title, um, but it is now official. Uh, Jade Cargill has said goodbye to AEW or Arrivederci to AEW as it may be. And uh, she has officially signed with WWE. This was a first reported by ESPN and has since been confirmed but both WWE and Jade herself Jade resp- Jade reposted WWE's announcement and added and I quote signed on the dotted line official I know you probably won't care won't care about me until I win a title so wait for me then Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Who else wants to share the spotlight with me? Rhea, my announcement is already more relevant than her title rate. Oh, Uh, damn. Um, so, you know, as, as we've been saying about Jade Cargill, I mean, this is one of her positives. You know, she definitely has that, that star quality. Um, you know where people are going to absolutely want to see these matches um down the line mm-hmm. um and i am i'm excited for them once she gets uh more seasoning on her um you know i the concerns that have been stated um by both myself and lao on this show um still remain very very true um about about jade um you know i don't i don't think that she's in a position to be um in these high profile matches from an in-ring standpoint yet but every other quality needed to be successful in the um pro wrestling business is something that she has so if she can tighten up the um the in-ring stuff, you know, and and really enhance uh, what she already does well, Um, on top of that, she can definitely um, do something. Now, if it's true that she's going directly to the main roster, which, which would seem to me to be the case, since she's already targeting Charlotte and Rhea in her welcome tweet, um then I'd be a little bit concerned. However, Clay over on Wrestling POV did bring up a good point. Is if she's going to get better, then she's um then it's a good thing to put her in the ring with the best. I'm just concerned that in the interim, while she's getting better, she's going to get exposed by being in the ring with talents that the outstanding caliber of a Charlotte Flair or a Rhea Rip. So you know it's going to be very interesting seeing a Jay Cargill in uh WWE and uh, we certainly uh wish her the best. I would I would never I would never root against the wrestler um in WWE and all of the uh criticisms that have been levied against her on this show, um, I, I believe have been born from a place of, of fairness and I certainly um, wish her well. So, um, welcome to WWE, Jane, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you can do. All right, and
0: that brings us to our second pay-per-view this weekend. Back to back. Another game
1: one. Games. Jesus
0: Christ.
1: <laughs> oh god.
0: Oh, now this is going to be AEW Wrestle Dream, which is it has been um has been dubbed the Antonio Inoki Tribute Show by Tony Khan himself at uh at the Media Scrum for at the all out media scrum. And this one will take place on Sunday night. Yes, and um yeah,
1: and as we stated Oh, I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit. I thought you finished. No, sorry. I
0: was going to say, and the safe place Sunday night from the Climate Plunge Arena in Seattle, Washington.
1: Oh, Seattle. Well, we well, bring a poncho, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ.
0: And you man, know, actually... There's a total of nine matches on the card.
1: So far. Yeah. And that's yeah.
0: Not even, that, yes. That's, and that's not even with the pre-show, folks. We still have the zero. Uh, we still have the dynamite tomorrow evening.
2: Oh goddamn! All right. <laughs> well, it, it's it's gonna be a long weekend for us. Talking. Yeah. Well, so. It'll be,
1: to get a show will be next tuesday is that correct or are we doing a show on on
0: no, sunday that, as well that is correct next tuesday will be our uh, post show for no mercy and uh Russell dream and uh, we will also be uh previewing um fast lane which takes place next weekend Oh, my God. So, so three,
1: <laughs> two pay-per-views in this show and three pay-per-views in the next one. Oh do you see why we need a week off? <laughs> well, <laughs> God damn. You know, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not factory workers. We can't just pump these out, you know, like, like a, you know, like cars. We don't, you know, we're not, we're not Ford in Detroit back in the 80s. Right, it's just you know, it it takes a lot of time and effort to put these shows together for you. So ben, or, uh, to did I say uh, card. did I say four back in the eighties? I meant fifties and sixties.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> but moving on. Let's get to um, this card. Uh, what do you want to do? Top, to bottom, bottom, to top. Uh, actually, let's do um bottom, to top. Of course, well, what do you uh, what? absolutely? All right, so. The first match I have so is moving from. Go ahead.
1: You're 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 cutting out a little bit. Um, but um, but um, first up, we from top to bottom, we have oh my god, I I think they added more matches, bro. What at least, Wait, at least why, one? Why?
0: How many matches do you have on your end? Let's see
1: one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Well, still nine, but there's one I don't recognize.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go through them. So, what's young? The
1: first... Okay, I'll let you handle the matches. And okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. All
0: right, so the first one we have are the Young Bucks versus the Guns. Versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassie and Hook, what the hell? <laughs> in, 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 in a four way for a future AEW World Tag Team
1: Championship. Wait a, no. wait a fucking minute. Sir. <laughs> From the breaks. Okay. Did you just say Orange Cassie and Hook are in a match to, to determine who gets a future AEW? They,
0: they, they, they are a tag team, apparently. Since when? I guess since that uh, stupid backstage interaction on that one episode of Dynamite where Hook, where uh, Hook was like, "You're a good champion."
1: Oh fuck me, <laughs> senseless for the pitchfork.
0: Not, <laughs> not really,
1: but Jesus Christ, it's <laughs> so bad. Like, what, what... So, so now, based on one interaction, it. They are now a tag team, I and mean, not only that, they are a tag team
0: that gets a world title oh, shot. When be hug freshly hooked.
2: Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Alright.
0: Why
1: why do I have a feeling that that's gonna be exactly what they're called? Oh my
0: god.
1: But um I see my Tony
0: predict- Cotton out. We'll give credit to Elio for coming up with that name.
1: Well, do you really want? <laughs> do you really
0: want credit for no, that No, I, name? Don't. Yeah, I mean, don't. Don't pitch my name. Stop
1: with you. No. Nah, okay. Okay. So you, you you regained credibility very quickly. Okay. Very good. Um. So my prediction for that one would be uh the, the Lucha Brothers.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the
1: Lucha Brothers as well. Um. Next up, we have Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart for the TBS championship.
0: Which, which still confuses me as to how Julia Hart gets a championship match.
1: You're preaching to the choir, really, brother? Because,
0: <laughs> you know what?
1: I, I, I swear to God, I watch Dynamite and, and um, Collision on a weekly basis, although I confess I have not seen... Uh, the most recent collision yet? Um, I will probably check that out as soon as I get off the air with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but other than that, I've been very consistent with watching both shows. Um, and what interactions have Chris lander and Julia Hart had? I honestly, <laughs> had I honestly, like, do you remember any, Ellie? No. Was, or was I just sleeping through these shows? No, we must have been
0: because I don't remember any.
1: Okay, well, at least it's not just me then.
0: So but so I'm going with Chris Deadliner on this one. Yeah, me too. All right, then we have Eddie Kingston defending the ROH World Championship and the strong openweight championship against Katsuyori Shibata. And I've got Eddie Kingston because he just won it, and I don't understand why he's already defending it in another title for title match.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Can, can I, and can I ask you a question? sir? Sure. Okay, so does this or does it not, in a way, discredit the challenger in these kind of matches when the champion just won the championship prior to these matches taking place?
0: And Shibata is not even a cha- not isn't isn't even a champion. So how going to be title for title.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, but but and there's that as well. But I'm just saying, like, since Eddie Kingston just won it, does anybody really expect uh, Shibata to have a chance at this one? No. So by default, doesn't that dec- discredit him to a certain degree? Yep. So. Um. By extension, doesn't doesn't that devalue Shibata in this situation?
0: Yeah, like I think I I just don't understand.
1: Okay, so it's it's not just me. Nope. And, and we're we're not we're not you we're not devaluing Shibata as a wrestler. Trust me, that's not what we're saying. But it's just it it's hard to believe that he has a shot when Eddie Kingston just had his moment in. In his in, you know, um Grand Slam in New York, he got the big hometown thing, and then the next week he's supposed to defend that championship, and we're supposed to believe that Kati or Shibata has a chance. Right? I mean, come on, really? Right. Jesus Christ! Sh-
0: Sh- shibata has uh, been around. He's not like he's not new. He he's been there.
2: What? Like, what well, still.
0: No, I'm saying like he's he's not he's not like he's not like a newcomer. It's like he's been there. He's already been around.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
0: I mean, if That's it was right. the if it was the open if we, it was just the open weight championship, maybe I could see that because that is a New Japan title. But still, like title for title with for both belts. Yeah, I don't. know.
1: Okay, so uh, next up, we have Eddie... Oh, uh, actually, I'm sorry. I wish we didn't have to talk about Eddie Kington anymore, but at least we don't on, on this particular show. Uh, Chris Jericho, uh, Christian Cage, and Luchasaurus um, will face off for the AEW... Yes.
0: Sorry,
2: sorry. What, what, what was that title? I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. If you say losers,
1: yeah, isn't that the match?
0: No, it's Christian Cage versus Darby Allen. Oh,
1: oh, you know what? Yeah, I um, you know what? That's my bad because I got confused because I think they had a triple threat.
0: Yeah, that was on, um, that was on Collision uh, this past Saturday. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm
1: sorry. I'm 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 looking at it now. Uh, it's um it's Christian Cage versus Darby Allen in a two out of three falls match for the AEW TNT Championship. Mm-hmm. So my, my bad for that for that slip up. My computer froze and I had, was having a little bit of confusion. Um. So, who do you got in this one?
0: I'm going with Christian Cage. Yes. And I
1: am, too, because why are we going with Christian Cage, Elio? Because he
0: just won it. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: because, again, for the same reason as we're going with Eddie Kingston, you know, come on now. Okay. All right. So, so next up, we have uh, Chris Jericho and the Golden Lovers. And again, that's Kenya Omega and Kota Ibushi for those of you that don't want, that are not as familiar with New Japan um, versus the Don Callis family consisting of Takeshita, Guevara, and Osprey. And I've got Jericho and uh, the and, uh, Omega
0: and Ibushi.
1: Um, you know what? I'm going to say I got the Don Callis family because I think there's going to be some uh, some shenanigans.
0: Okay. Next up we have, and I hate this name, better than you, baby. Adam Cole and I'm calling MJF versus the righteous for the ROH World Tag Team Championships. And I've got the Cole and MJF.
1: Um oh that okay, well thank god you said it because there was a there's a typo on the page I'm looking at. But um but either way I have uh, better than you, baby, considering the uh storyline that they have going on. And can I can I just make an informal request to AEW since we don't actually have petitions that we can send to them? Sure. Just for one night, folks. And I'm going to try to entertain you since I fucked up a little bit um, a few minutes ago on the show. I, I, and I apologize because um, I, I hate sounding like amateur hours. So I'm going to try to entertain you a little bit uh, to cover myself. Um, but if, if we could just go one night without Adam.
2: Adam. Adam.
0: Adam. I can't. I can't, I can't see,
2: see. you, <laughs> even though my eyes are
0: open, Adam, <laughs> and I'm wearing my prevention nerds glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and when we didn't rehearse
1: that, and we said, I can't see at the same time that's tremendous. Um, <laughs> you,
0: you can't make this stuff up. Because, like, uh, we just do it like off the top of our head. <laughs>
1: It's it's just ridiculous, and you know the 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 segments with and and with MJF and Adam Cole, mm-hmm. um, prior to um all in were awesome, right? Oh. And, and these segments with all three of them are just god awful.
0: They are it's just hilarious, like making fun of Robert Stroud, just like imitating him because he's such a bad actor. I I know and and like,
1: Roderick Strong. Let me just say, does not deserve this bullshit because Roderick Strong is fucking awesome. You know, if th- if this leads us to Adam Cole versus Roderick Strong, sign me up for that, please. Right. Okay, but okay. can we can we skip the Adam and the fucking. Whatever the hell else, the, the hospital bed thing, and the, I'll tell you what, if if they bring out a bedpan, I'll uh, Stone Cold and, and Mr. McMahon, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a
0: okay. <laughs> Oh, but oh uh, no, I'm not gonna stay. I was just thinking of something, but it's too. I don't I don't want this to happen
1: oh god well well based off of the fact that you didn't even want to say it i'm going to assume that it was horrible and that i don't want it to happen either um I,
0: it's just a stipulation that i can see them putting it on 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 a possible match with adam Cole and Roderick wrong
2: and what would that be
0: an ambulance match or a stretcher match oh fuck <laughs>
1: Oh, Jesus Christ!
0: Uh, with, with, no, with, with, with running strong, losing, and being stretched out, G yelling at him. Oh
1: my God! No, oh, that's why I said I would
0: to say it. I would mean,
1: fuck. Okay, but uh, yeah, don't speak that into existence. Um, okay, next nice so
0: match.
1: Next up, we have FTR versus Aussie Open.
0: You know
1: what? I'm gonna have I'm gonna go with FTR. Yes, I agree. However, let me just say this has the potential to be match of the night. Mm-hmm. Like this match for me jumps off the card above above anything else outside of Brian Danielson versus Xavier Jr., which we'll get to in a few seconds. Um. So um we both picked FTR, correct? Yes. Okay. So next up we have uh Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland.
0: Are you looking forward to this match?
1: Um no. However, I will say that the first promo that they had together uh in the ring was very very good. Outside okay. of that, not really.
0: Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I say I'm not really looking forward to this match coming up. But um I've got Hangman Adam Page.
1: And you know what? I I have Swerve Strickland. Okay. So I like it when we have a little bit of different opinion on on stuff because typically typically we're pretty uh sympathetic with things. So to have Two different um, predictions on the same card is somewhat of an anomaly here. So
0: that's kind of nice. Now, this match, uh, I don't even know where to start with this match because I think this will be the second match of the night. Uh...
1: Without question. I, I mean, brother, just, I mean, I wasn't too keen on having another pay per view so close because they just had two massive shows, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so I was like, when I heard Russell Dream was coming up, I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> because you know, as you were as you were saying, you know, he he announced it at at the scrum. I did
2: that before we had some some uh, technical issues, right? So I was like, oh,
1: fuck. that's a big thing with me. Um, but but as soon as Brian Danielson announced he was going on his, his retirement tours of some stuff because he made a a, a promise to his daughter, I was like, okay, well, I, of all people, well, I'm not gonna bitch if, if you know Brian Danielson wants to do that, you know, and and have plenty of power to him. Okay. But you know, but sign me up for Brian Danielson versus Zach Sabre Jr. Take my money just for that. I mean, you could have a forty-five minute match, and I would pay to watch that on pay-per-view. So, uh,
0: who who do you have for this match?
1: I would say Brian Danielson.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah I'm gonna go with Danielson as well.
1: Um. So that uh, wraps up our um, Wrestle Dream predictions. Um, so, our double pay per view predictions are in the book. And I believe we are now moving on to something I'm very much looking forward to something that was just uh, brought up to me in, in breaking news fashion, similar to Jade Cargill. Uh, we are going to um, book a tournament based on the top 10 of uh, Iron Maiden songs of all time.
0: Actually, it's uh, 12, uh, because I just counted, so it's uh, 12.
1: Oh, 12, even better, yay.
0: (laughs) All right, are you ready, Ben? I
1: I am, please, by all means.
0: match number one is Fear of the Dark versus Two Minutes to Midnight
1: uh two minutes to midnight
0: okay so take that one this next one
1: well, well and and because i want to hear your opinion too because uh, when... yeah
0: actually i heard both of them i went with i went with two minutes to midnight very good all right this next one really hurts me oh god so, I, I love both of them so are you ready for this next one?
1: well based off that introduction I'm not sure but go ahead
0: we have the trooper versus, oh, run, versus run versus run to the hills I
1: got uh, you know what I gotta say run to the hills
0: that's what I was thinking but I love I love both songs but run to the hills I I love that song. Like, when I heard yeah. it. All right. Next up, we have Hallow Be Thy Name versus Ace's High.
2: Um,
1: God, that's a really tough one. Um, you know what? I don't think I've heard Hallow Be Thy Name before. Okay. But I have heard um Ace is high, so I gotta go Ace is high.
0: Alright. So Ace is high, will get a buy into the next round. So they will win the they will face the winner of the the first match in next round. So now we move on to the right brackets. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner versus Power Slave. Versus
2: what? Power slave. Um, Power Slave. Okay.
0: And then we have Phantom of the Opera versus Number of the Beast. Uh, Number
1: of the Beast. Although that's a much closer pick.
0: Alright, and then we have Seventh Son of a Seventh Son versus Wasted Years
1: um seven son of a seven son
0: okay so that one gets the gets the buy into the next round so let me just uh set that up here all right okay so now uh, we move on to the next round and on the left side we have Two minutes to midnight versus run to the hills. Run to the hills. Alright, so run to the So Run to the Hills moves to the next round. And we have Power Slave versus Number of the Beast. Power Slave versus Number of the Beast is the next match. Um
1: Number of the Number of the Beast.
0: Alright. So, Number of the Beast uh, moves on. So, the two songs that I received the buys we have Run to the Hills versus Aces High. Um, run to the Hills. And Number of the Beast versus Seven Son of a Seven Son. Um, beast. See why do you hurt me, Ben? I I didn't want this. Why yeah. do you hurt me? The final what, what did the, I did? In the finals it's gonna be Run to the Hills versus Number of the Beast.
1: Personally, I gotta go uh Number of the Beast.
0: Uh <laughs> Hold on, let me just set up the final match here. So that is it, Ben. We have we have a winner, the greatest iron main. The winner of the greatest iron main song tournament, number of the beast.
1: Uh, I would, I would. That that is a very good tournament, in my opinion.
0: And you know what? I actually didn't. Know that. I got, I got, I got an idea. I had an idea. I'm like, you know what we should do. Remember when I was looking for Rob Zombie because cause it wasn't showing up on Spotify? Yeah. I'm like, you know, what we should do we should do the greatest Rob Zombie song tournament.
2: Yes, we absolutely so, should.
0: I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put, go through all these uh, CDs. I'm gonna put the, all all the great songs in a in a tournament. Then I'm gonna set the brackets up. Cool. All right, now we have the other uh, wrestling tournament that we started on the last show. Here we go, we're uh, gonna finish out block A of that, correct? And do block A, yes, sir. So here we go with the first match on the left side. Kurt Angle versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh,
1: God damn. Um, uh, I got you know what, I gotta go Kurt Angle.
0: Okay. From a
1: from a pure wrestling perspective, I gotta go Kurt Angle.
0: Okay. Next match we have Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Um, Bret Hart. Okay. All right, then we have Sherry Lawler versus Triple H.
2: Triple H
0: okay so triple h will um so we'll uh, move on to the next round all right uh, should we finish up uh, blocking we have time i think we have uh four minutes i think we can do this okay cool so, so on the right brackets we have harley race versus terry funk
1: oh my
0: god
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hell, how the fuck do we do that <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um you know what? Oh Jesus. Um uh, I'm gonna from a wrestling perspective, I'm gonna have to go Terry Funk Okay no, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Harley Race. I meant to say Harley Race.
0: Harley Race, okay. Then we have Undertaker versus Bruno San Martino. Ah, oh, the pain.
1: <laughs> the pain. The suffering.
0: The agony. Um, um, that there, was the title of today of the show.
1: Um I have to say god lord this is just legacy torture um i'm gonna say the undertaker okay
0: all right and the winner of that match will okay so then uh next match uh, next match we have is so there we go so that's uh that match, and uh, we have so we have the two matches on the left brackets and two on the right. So so we're going to do Kurt Angle versus Bret Hart. Who do you have? Um, Bret Hart. Okay. And we have Triple H versus Andre the Giant. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) Um Jesus.
1: Oh. I, I gotta go Andre the Giant based on legacy.
0: Andre the Giant, okay. Alright. And then we have Harley Race versus The Undertaker.
1: Um The Undertaker.
0: And Roddy Piper versus Dusty Rhodes. Oh my god. Um, I'm going to go Roddy Piper. All right. And uh, we are running out of time here, so we'll be back shortly with the results of the Block 8 of this tournament. Okay, very good. All right, we're back, and uh, Ben, we're going to finish out uh, Block 8. Very good. So here are the final four. So we have Red Heart versus Andre the Giant.
1: Uh sorry Andre got to go with Brett.
0: Okay. And on the other on the, on the right side we have Roddy Piper versus The Undertaker.
1: Oh god. Um got to go with um Undertaker.
0: All right.
1: Sorry Roddy. I know you are awesome, brother. Don't think of personal
0: so, so Ben, the yep. fi- the finals for Block A is Bret Hart versus The Undertaker. Bret Hart. All right. So Bret Hart wins Block A. So do you want to preview the matches for Block B? We're not doing them. We're just going to preview them. Okay. All right. So on the left side, we have Dory Fung Jr. versus Sergeant Slaughter.
1: Well, I can already tell you. Bye bye, Sergeant Slaughter.
0: And we have Eddie Guerrero versus John Cena.
1: Okay. Revisiting the parking lot brawl. Very good.
0: And we have Bill Goldberg versus Ted DiBiase.
1: Oh, boo.
0: Don Morocco versus Lex Luger. Okay. Junkyard Dog versus The Giant. Batista versus Jake and Batista versus Jake Roberts oh okay with the winner with the winner moving on to the next round to face Bob Backlund
2: oh okay
0: on the right side we have Tito Santana versus Brock Lesnar Nick Bockwinkel versus Jack Briscoe
2: Ooh, that's a good one
0: Jimmy Snooker versus Scott Hall. Pedro Morales versus Rick Rude. Edge versus Chris Jericho. And Craig Valentine versus Kevin Nash. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> All right, so that will be uh, Block B will be for the next show, however. Uh, However, before we uh move on to wrestling, let, let me uh take a look at something here. We'll be back shortly. All right, Ben, so we're going to uh, do something different. This is still the same still with two seconds, but I found this one, and I, I'm not sure how it's going to work. It's going to be part A, you're going to pick a wrestler. Part B, you're going to decide what trope they have, what's wrong? either wrong with them or not wrong with them, okay? okay so here's the first one and go stop so we have robert rude okay so we have robert rude let's see what trope he has and go stop Okay, from enemies to lovers, this is is Robert Rude, all right.
2: From enemy what?
0: To lovers. Oh, God. I I guess he goes from enemies to best friends, I guess.
1: Oh, Lord. All
0: right. That's going to
1: be an interesting life situation.
0: (laughs) Here's the next one, and go. Stop. Oh, Otis. Otis okay Okay. what's up with Otis let's and go stop second chance romance with who Mandy Rose
1: well he would he would be one hell of a lucky bastard
0: (laughs) right exactly (laughs) all right Here's here's the next one and go stop Brock Lesnar oh shit and Here we go. go stop what is it with these wrestlers this is thely Brock Lesnar's the love triangle what's going on
1: are we sure it's not Matt Hardy or edge <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah seriously
0: okay. Sure, why not? All right. So, let's see if there's a next one. Or if we're done. Okay, one more. And go. Yeah. Oh. Okay, die jack. All right, sure. What's up with die and go stop. Forced proximity.
2: Oh God. To who, Vince McMahon?
0: <laughs> 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 oh my god, okay, let's see what what the next one is. And go. Stop oh Ivar, like viking raiders okay very good what 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 trope is he and go stop accidental pregnancy what (laughs) not not accurate no not giving it all. what's going on This went off the rails. Okay, this is the last one. Go. Stop. The Miz.
2: Oh Jesus Christ!
0: Okay, the Miz. What about the Miz? And go. Stop. Forced proximity. <laughs> To who? To what? His tiny <laughs> balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that one uh, I just wanted to get that one out of the way, but uh, we'll be we'll be back with um with um murder mysteries and uh ten years and ten few, in ten feuds in ten years uh on future episodes. I just wanted to get that one out of the way, but now we're going to move into wrestling roulette. Very good. Ben, are you ready for Wrestling Roulette? Give me a minute uh, here while I uh, get the playlist ready. set up.
2: Okay, very good.
0: All right, Ben, it's time for Wrestling Roulette. way this works, I play 21 tracks, 10 seconds. Ben has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. We have the obstacles where if a wrestler's theme shows up more than once in the rotation, it's minus one point. Ben, are you ready for your first one?
2: Yes, sir. Seth Rollins.
0: Seth Rollins. Yes. All right. Number two. Here we go. Big show. The big show. All right. Number three. This is my brutality.
2: Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Um,
0: path. Why do we still have this here when she doesn't even use the name Dewdrop anymore?
1: Oh, jeez.
0: That—that was Dewdrop. Piper Niven is her name. Thank you.
1: Well, at least they fixed that travesty yeah. Took them long enough.
0: All right, so that's four, right? That you. Yep. Put, okay, number five. Jimmy Wayne. No, that is Jeff Jarrett. Oh, who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Here
2: we go. My name
0: is Finley, and I love to fight.
1: I wouldn't know the answer with just the instrumental, it's Finley.
0: Yeah. Philly.
2: All right. Dalton Castle?
0: No, it is not. That is Owen Hart.
1: Oh, shit. I'm sorry.
0: I right. Here we go. it's no it is not that is santos escobar
2: oh shit that makes sense okay so i don't know that one
0: that is the midnight rockers slash marty jennetti okay because that that's a choose priests living after midnight because they used that in the awa
2: oh okay <laughs>
1: uh val venus and and just for the record thank god that's not in the show even if that was number 21 folks we wouldn't end it like that
0: no we would not uh now that is 10 songs right
1: i believe so yes
0: all right now ben do you do you want to hear a story i don't know if you know this story no go ahead who was originally supposed to get the val venus gimmick because it wasn't val venus who was originally gonna get that gimmick i don't know edge
1: oh jesus well thank god that didn't
0: happen right i was like what okay here we go number 11. triple
2: h triple h
1: I don't know.
0: That is China. It's an instrumental version of her theme.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
0: Yeah. Okay, number 13 Bailey. Bailey. How long it been since we heard that one?
2: A, a long time. Yep. Yeah.
1: Undertaker.
0: Undertaker. Okay, 15. Here we go.
2: Uh, fuck. Is that
1: Legato del Pintasma?
0: No, it is not. That is Bronson Reed.
1: <laughs> I got him backwards.
0: 16, here we go. Oh, fuck.
1: Have not a clue.
0: That is Lodi and Lenny Lane, WCW. Oh, yeah, we had that once, I yeah think.
2: All
1: right. Sounds like Seth Rollins again.
0: No, it's not. That is Von Wagner.
2: Oh Jesus! that was terrible
0: this this cover is terrible Look at that
1: yeah that is uh really bad
2: <laughs> okay there we go.
1: Melina.
0: No, it is not. It is Eminem. I'm joking. It's Melina. Yeah. You, here we go. Number
1: nineteen. Um, I'm not sure.
0: That is Tori Wilson.
2: Oh. I think I would have got it had I had a little bit more time right. number
0: twenty
1: um, that would be um Jimmy Uso, I think Jimmy
0: Uso, yes. What what do you think of that theme?
2: It's terrible.
0: Oh, my Okay, so it's not just me. When I heard it, I'm like, what? All right, here we go, last one. Are you ready?
2: Yes.
1: I don't know.
0: That is Ivy Nile.
1: Oh, uh, who cares?
0: <laughs> All right, so 21 tracks.
1: A, a lot of instrumental themes today. All right. It made it a lot harder.
0: All right, so that is 21 tracks. You got 10.
1: Well, that's not bad.
0: All right, so Benway's say bring the show to a close.
2: Yeah, let's do that.
0: All right, fans, that is it, episode 278. And we will talk to you all on Tuesday night when we will be back once yet again with our post-show for this weekend's No Mercy and Wrestle Dream. I'm Elio, he's Ben. Ben, say goodnight to the fans.
1: Well, (laughs) I'm almost relieved to say goodbye to you people because, you know, this is our, you know, second show in three days for this show and if you count uh you know uh wrestling POV Elio and I have been quite busy Jesus yes. um so, so we have earned a break with three shows in like five days so yeah, uh yeah. I, I happily say we will see you next week and uh don't you worry, we will have plenty of uh Good stuff for you, and enjoy all the pay-per-views and special shows, if you can keep up with all of them. Until next time, we're the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, and once again, if you don't know where to find this, you're lying, because we're everywhere, baby.
2: See you next time.